Last week we got an ego death. This week, we're gonna dive into being stuck in a polarity of anti versus pro. How can one evolve if stuck in a setting of fighting to change? Evolution is a simple process. It's that 1% is less than the 99% program you seem to be stuck in. The nine to five grand versus the hustle to build LLC style. The free before 10 versus the let me get this rest so I can get my meditation. Applying sustained light to new ideals, wondering why the only light, the only thing that lights up is the failures. I call this an Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. Before we get into this, listen to this brief mantra. Yeah. Welcome. I love you. You love us. I'll share. Reset. 
These moments, these moments, these moments are the only moments, 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 the only Tune in the sound 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 in the
and goddesses, Chaos Gang, Soul Tribe, Chaos Shatters, Black, Magic Matters, Grand Rise Gods and Goddesses, Titans, Bruhas, Adepts, Initiates, wherever you at, always gonna be the best at it. And the way we gonna be the best at it is, we gotta understand that, where are we at? What really matters? Last week we got into ego death and putting that out there, now we gotta get into anti-matter. If we're stuck in between these processes of being anti-this to be pro-this, being stuck within these polarities, how can you truly use your energy and put it into a true focus? How can you take your energy and put it into a true focus if we're locked into a polarity based upon a program that we're trying to get out of. Everything from oppression, white supremacy, all of these things, all of these narratives are not our narrative. All of the narratives are not your narrative when it comes to the end of the day. What are you doing making that your job? Making that your purpose? Making, if that's you, that's you, that's your level, that's what you came down here to do. But I'm speaking to the ones that are going to do more, wanting to do more. Understanding that first, you have to work on yourself. You gotta put yourself in a position before you can make the position. That's what's seen all over the place. Putting yourself in position, and then when you're in true position to put others in position, that natural position comes into play. Position, position, position. Power, power, power. Welcome to the God Hour. Season two, episode 21. Blackjack, baby, we had the table. The house always wins. Welcome to the God Hour. I'm Papa Lucy, your master of ceremonies. Let's get into this. Ha ha ha! Welcome, 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 welcome once again. It's your master of ceremonies, Papa Lucy, Gotico Alchemist, LLC.com. The entity. We're building over here. We're living over here. And I was thinking about this after, uh, I've been thinking about this ever since I did last week's lecture. And I was, I've been in that zone ever since, like just thinking about. An interesting question that was asked and posed to me was like, what is so... And then it made me come up with like, yo, that's anti-matter. Anti-matter is anything that basically is... It's It doesn't matter. It's not of true substance. And you put light to it or you put energy to it, it gives it a charge and then it gives it shape anything that's not truly there like basically anything that you're creating is basically the the imp, the step between thought form and the physical conduit that comes into that space and we gonna get we getting very deep into that um i'm shaking to the beat right i'm just I'm moving to the beat i'm just I'm moving to that you got some yeah got a nice little mix i got a nice little mix put together for the day to keep us in that in that flow but yeah we get stuck in 
energy. We get stuck in between polarity. I was watching um after I did my lecture, I watched Brother Panic's lecture, Black Black Magic Matters, because Black Magic Matters. I was watching that. I wanted to watch it after I did my lecture. So and I usually always do that to reinforce myself. It's like I look at a brother panic lecture because I study remember that aspect of studying all the following none. I'll look at a lecture, I'll read a lecture, I'll read quotes, I'll read books. And now I'm at a, I'm in an aspect of time where I'm still studying. There's still so much I haven't studied. But it's like it's simply that gnosis of that knowing you already know. You know what flow, you know what space you're in, you know what lane you're in, so you ain't gotta worry about what anybody else is doing. So when I watch, listen to Black Magic Matters, like that's the that's the energy to tap into. Like that's that, that that's a marker to tap into that energy. But yeah. Getting stuck inside those polarities. You wanna be anti this, so you're pro this. You need the anti to be the pro. You need this over here to be that. You need this to be this. You need this to make this happen. You need that to be over there to make this happen. We just get stuck in these spaces that are not conducive to us growing. And it's very big on energy. Like, birds of a feather flock together. And when I think about birds of a feather flock together, I like how I mean, I like, that's that mix. We don't know. We don't know. But I think about birds of a feather flock together. And I remember I explained that to somebody one time. And I was like, it's not necessarily you're doing the same thing or the same things, but the energy, the initial energy, the initial spark or thought form that created that space for you to flock to that group of being that grouping is why you're flocking into that group. That's how those connections are made positive and negative, what serves you and what doesn't serve you. So something as simple as, I'd rather be around a hundred, I'd rather be around a group of individuals, a group of entities, a group of like-minded gods that are all in the study of following on men mentality and building rather than to be around a, a group of five millionaires that are miserable. I would rather be around a group of guys that are indulging in the knowledge, gods and goddesses that are indulging into knowledge, indulging into stimulating that thought, indulging into challenging humanity to eradicate it, challenging their ego to eradicate it, to bring it back to a space where they can learn from it rather than be around five miserable millionaires that have, but don't get me wrong, I'm not choosing either or, it's like, but if I had to be within a space, why would I wanna be around misery? Why would I wanna be around a certain algorithm that though it's maintaining something on a mundane, basic human level, it's not truly, it's not truly doing what it's supposed to do. That's what I mean by that. That's what we mean about when you're making these conscious decisions inside yourself and your awareness of where you're at, your awareness of what you're doing, your awareness of what you're about. That's what the, that's the aspect of talking into that antimatter. Every time you go around certain areas, you're around certain spaces, you're around certain people, 
and you're they're doing the same thing why are you going around those people you feel me like i give i always do an example i always use myself as an example because i'm the example that i learn from the most that's like if my whole family yeah they 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 they, they christian they pretty much christians Christians, good old Christians, Protestant, Baptist, whatever, Zion, like all that. They're, that they they've been doing that for their entire life. All of them think that, well, eventually they're gonna think I'm the problem. No matter what I say, no matter what I do, no matter how many accolades I would put up on the board, you feel me? How many points I put up on the board and bettering myself and breaking, even in an unconscious state. In, a, in a unaware of my true purpose and mindset, I was around, like, I was putting numbers on the boards. Like, I remember I was like, I was the employee of the month, manager of the year, manager of this, and I carried those accolades, and, and I was the youngest in doing this, and I was the one that didn't have kids, and I was... I'm the one that had, I'm the oldest of my mother's of my mother's five and I have no children between me and my little sister. And I'm the one like I a lot of things I broke curses unconsciously. I broke a lot of thought forms and conscious and a lot of things unconsciously that so when I go forward in the space that I'm in that's not one of the things that's in my space. That's not one of the things that's in my thought process. That's one of the things that are in my ideal. So when you think about something like that, you're like, oh, wow, that now makes sense. But it's like, okay, if I'm in a mindset around certain individuals and they're doing a certain thing or they're acting a certain way, being of a certain manner or a certain thought process and they're not really doing anything. Then why am I, exactly why am I around them? But this thought process that we get stuck in is that 1%, that 1% within that space, that human thought is the 1% that keeps you bounded. That 1% is the human thought that you cannot seem to get away from. We always, people want to talk about in the statistics that the death rate is higher in the white people than black people, and they, but they're killing us at a faster rate. So, of course, the numbers is skewed. And all of these, they use, we put all these formulas out here, all these numbers, all these statistics. But the main problem that we need to focus on is the equation we got coming down here. What is your problem? What are your problems? What are your issues? What are your issues and problems tied to? I looked at a post the other day. Someone said that they didn't, like, it was funny. They said they didn't, they didn't uh, another day they didn't use algebra. And I knew they were being funny. But every day you actually use algebra without even thinking about it. You use algebra unconsciously. X for Y, what is Z? If I put the value of X is Black Lives Matter protests, then what is Y? If the value of X plus Y equals Black Lives Matter, 
matters than what is what. Why is it a big why why is it a big thing? And I remember Panic broke that down with like it's basically keeping you in that normal mentality, making it just another black thing. And then I said it the other week in a lecture. Yeah, I said it last week in a lecture. I was like, maybe you're upset at blackface because you're not ready to stop playing blackface yourself. We have to get this is a these are conversations that we need to start having with ourselves. These are conversations that I've had with myself plenty of times. And then it, I brought myself to the conclusion and I moved forward with it. And I and I can tell that I'm on point and I'm on key with it because all the signs point to it. Instead of looking for the sign, people, I'll, it kills me every single day. And it's not, oh, this is a generalized topic, but like people that say, oh, I got this symbol, I got this sign, my numbers is equaling up, my numbers are popping up everywhere, 444s and 1111s and 464s and 1234s. But they looking on the surface. People look for these signs to fix something on the surface. People look for signs to fix things on the surface and not looking at the eternal factors of why things need to play out the way they need to play out. Chaos shatters. Black magic matters. If you've been putting in your work since you started in your conquest and going forward, then you have nothing to really worry about. Never let anything stop your works. Never, never... Never let anything take you off your square, stop your works. It's easier. People will say, oh, that's easier said than done, Papa. That's easier said than done, Lucy. Like, nah, it really isn't. It's based upon your mentality. Um, I made it an I made a post the other day. I was like, I'm starting, I'm doing my 30-day fast. Because like after so much energy that I've circulated and cycled through, it's time for me. I'm going to that next level in myself. I can feel myself shifting and I want to clean myself up and I'm not using the fast for, and I'm breaking this down. I'm not using the fast in the aspect of becoming more healthy because that's a given. This is what we need to start actually taking ourselves into and going deeper into things rather than looking at it on the surface. Stating the obvious things like in this realm, time is time is one of the constraints in this room so to say you ran out of time is kind of becomes asinine to say you didn't have enough money becomes asinine some of these things become asinine in the rhythm because if you're in the higher rhythm working on yourself then that's the last thing that you work that's the thing you don't have to worry about because that's on that's matriculates naturally Take that value of something like anytime, and this is one of the biggest things that I did. I remember when I was younger, in the younger, I was like the young guy running around. I was in that king mindset running around. And I used to think to myself, like, I used to think to myself a lot of the times, I'd be like, yo, I need to do this, or I need to do that, or I need to do this. I need to put myself into this. I need to put myself in this space or in this place to be there. And I remember being around certain individuals 
and I would give them advice and I would say things to them and they would sometimes listen. They would say it was deep, but they wouldn't take it as what it was or it would become bar talk. It would become sitting around smoking talk. It would become, a, it would become, it would become talk that never left the water cooler. It would came talk that never left the smoking session. It would become talk that never left work. It became talk that never left for something. And I started realizing, I was like, I'm giving out this beneficial key information. Why is it not, why aren't they taking it? And then I started thinking to myself, for them to get that conversation, all it took was how, all it took was me paying attention. I know the worth of what I'm saying, but am I applying it? Am I truly applying what I'm saying? And when I apply what I'm saying, what traumas and triggers pop up on my way as I'm cultivating my purpose to my passion? As I'm cultivating my purposes that are leading to my passions, what am I working through? And then that gave me a different mind frame in thinking of how I was dealing with people. I was dealing with people based upon the initial bond. So if I said something that was outside of the fundamental way that they, we bonded together or coming under that one guise, under that one thought process, this the negative aspects of unity, oppression and whatever it may be, oppression and white supremacy and all these aspects, agendas and conspiracy theories and all these processes, and I step out of that space using the algorithm and the putting together that formula and stepping out of it they gotta follow suit but if I don't give them room to follow suit then how they gonna learn that's one of the biggest things like we tend to get stuck in hanging around and being around certain individuals based upon something that we have not dealt with how is your bond how was your bond? How was your initial bond with your with your best friend, your homegirl, your even family members? I remember like even family members. That energy is so tightly wound within them because they came, they sustained in that space for even longer than you. You gotta think about it. Think about it like this. If you were born in 84, but you were born in the 80s, let's say from 83 to uh, 90, 83 to 89. Let's say 83 to 89. Think about the programming and the things that your parents went through under the thought process of their parents. Think about those aspects right there. And then think about you coming from under that banner and you all what they what they went through, they put into you. So they parented a new energy and they put you into that energy. And now you step forward out of that energy, step into consciousness. You step into that consciousness, you step into that arena, but all you have is the examples of what they left. How would that turn out for you? If you're still stuck within certain mentalities and mindsets, traditionalism, moralism, trying to fight for your people and all those aspects. 
it becomes a very cold ass fucking thought that you really gotta sit there and look at yourself and be like you know what this may not be what I need to be doing it's not working that's the one percent that's that one percent against 99 percent mentality we have to go into this one percent mentality because that one percent is the human thought that has you locked down that one percent everybody throws it out the one percent stopping the other five percent from getting the other 99 percent to rise above they don't the one percent don't want the five percent to wake up the other 99 percent but in reality you're the one percent you've become the elite just accepting your godhood and accepting your consciousness and coming into that way by itself you have accepted that you are the one percent you're the new one percent in that same matter you are the one percent because your thoughts usher in a change but see you're stuck inside of the polarity of anti this pro this and this to that nature that to that nature then what are you doing on what are you doing on both sides of course you're gonna sit there and now you're battling the other one percent you're battling yourself you're trying to sustain and build something inside of a space that is not meant for it to be built in the space is inherently flawed all the Nazi texts say that this space is inherently flawed no matter how pretty, no matter how pretty you make your front yard, no matter how pretty you make the yard, no matter pr- how pretty your car is, how no how many how pretty anything that you have is, remember that you're in a prison. Remember this is the prison. You came down here to serve out your sentence, go through the reformation, find yourself, tap into in in these are the aspects that also and we're gonna get into that next when we're talking about soul tribes those are the aspects that get you locked into find your soul tribe but you can't be around your soul tribe if you're around a bunch of people if you're around a bunch of entities and energies that are not on that frequency of you. this is the aspect when we're talking about when you walk forward by yourself and then everybody naturally is gonna fall into order as they need to fall in order over the last couple of months, just over the last couple of months alone, this beginning from the beginning of this year, like the beginning of 2020, hindsight, new vision, which is actually 2012. That's a whole nother story. I remember dealing with, I remember I met my brother, uh, put baby on the beat. I remember I met my man, Kev Seymour. I've met my man's Wally G. I've met my uh the goddess rebel. I've met these individuals all like they're all over the place, but like through Facebook, like linked up on Facebook based upon consciousness. And all of our mindsets are in the same place. Those are the ones that I've like have had interactions with. Like I've met plenty, like my Facebook page and my IG and my Twitter. My pages are have long ago washed out. Well, but didn't need to be there, and naturally was a place where needed to be there. But that's what I'm talking about. Like you got to put yourself in this mindset, this place, this thought process, this this mind frame. But you got to go there first. 
you have to allow yourself to go there. You got to allow yourself to ask those questions to, to grind, to find out. Because if you're not, all you're going to be doing is leaving yourself stuck in the same thought process as before. You're always going to be around individuals that are doing the same shit. And then you're going to start seeing the conflicts that you need to deal with within them. I put a, I'll give you a thought. If I sat here right now and matter of fact, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make a nice example. Take somebody that's coming into their awareness. Doesn't matter if I was coming to my awareness, but like I would still have it, I was still bonded to my family based upon traumas, because that's what it was, traumas. And I still had individuals around me that were based upon trauma. And I had an individual, I had like a brother over here that's not really doing what's conducive to him growing. And I got my family members over here. They're they're stuck within the conflict back and forth for trying to make it. If my mindset is scared to step forward to deal with certain things that if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and my brother is a reflection of me not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, or he's not doing what he need to be doing to stand on his stand on his square, then the reason I'm connected to him is because we're both two individuals that have a nice conversation, but we haven't sparked anything in the true thought of taking it and going forward with it. And on the other hand, my family, they stuck within conflicts and baby mother, baby father drama with my sisters and brothers or whatever it may be. And I'm still connected to them, going around them, trying to help them solve their problems or have a conversation with them or listen to them. I'm not even really helping them. I'm just having, I'm just listening to them. I sprinkle a little bit of information down and then I walk away. I sprinkle enough a little bit of feel good down and I walk away on both ends. But in this middle, I'm in the middle I'm absorbing that same energy. You see, like you stuck in that polarity. So you're feeding from that energy, you're feeding from that space. So it doesn't matter what you go around that's of a positive nature of a higher nature. By the time I come back to the crib, by the time I'm in my house, I don't feel in, I don't feel in place. I don't feel like I'm belonging. I feel like I'm cluttered. I feel like I'm claustrophobic. The reason I feel like I'm claustrophobic inside my own space is mainly because I'm not in the right space. I'm not in the right mindset. I'm not in the right mindset. I'm, I'm not doing my work. I'm running away from an issue. I'm hoping things feel, I'm hoping things work themselves out. I'm waiting for this moment right here. I'm just working it to work to work. I'm just doing my day-to-day -day things, but I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing my shadow work. I'm not, uh, I'm not studying, I'm not reading, I'm not learning anything. I'm not, I'm not charging myself. And if you are just coming into your, if you just coming into this level and even in the repeat of going through the levels, what happens every time that you go forward? Think about what, think about what happens every time you go forward. You got a new energy, you got a new attitude, you got a new mindset. You got a new outlook, you seeing things differently, you start to envision shit. Think about that. Now think about this thought process. You, you, you in that mindset, you awoke, you're awakened, you feel enlightened, you feel empowered. You didn't went and grabbed your aunt, you didn't went and got some crystals, you didn't started burning, setting an altar up, you didn't start doing all this shit. 
But all that energy that you're invoking, you're taking back into the same old spaces. You're taking that same energy into the same spaces where you just came from. I remember Bobby Hammond always broke down. Don't you get tired? Like, it comes to a point in time where you really got to be by yourself. Just because you cannot stand the con you can't stand the state that people are in, but you can't do anything about it because it's based upon mentality. It's based upon mentality. It doesn't matter what you do, what you say, based on to tell people. If they're not within the space of the mentality, they haven't changed that program, they haven't accepted that protocol, that new protocol, that new program. That old program that's within their subconscious that has them based upon struggles, but they're gonna be stuck to. The trauma and the trauma, the longevity of trauma takes equal, every reaction creates an equal or greater reaction. So every trauma that is un, every trauma that's not dealt with causes an equal or greater trauma. That's a generational curse. Generation's curse could have started this small, started as big as a mustard seed. But since it was never taken care of, that weed, because it became a weed basically, it wasn't supposed to be in that space, that weed, that algorithm, that quotient was carried on and on and on and on and on within all the problems. It was added to all the other problems. So it got added to this problem, and this problem added to that, and this problem added to that. That's the trigger. That one quotient, that one percent, that human thought, that that one percent, that human thought, that original sin or that original thing based upon a lack of knowledge or a lack of understanding is the quotient that you got to tap into. That one, that one percent, that little one percent, that one piece, that's the quotient. That's that. No, that's the not. That's the common denominator in all the problems. That's the common, neighbor, common denominator in all the problems that lined up in that path. So what do you think is happening every time you go forward and you say something to do something or want to act a certain way or want to move a certain way? You still stuck within the same space. Toxicity. Toxicity. You stuck within the toxicity. You stuck within the problem. You stuck within the issue. You stuck within whatever it may be. And you wondering what the fuck's going on with you and why your life ain't going right. And my mom ain't happy. And my dad wasn't there. And all these things. Not getting down to the bottom of the problem. Instead, you want to run away from it. And it's a very toxic trait based upon, based, it's based upon trauma bonding. Like if the bonds that I have with people, I don't care who the person is. Love interest best friend for however many years family member of course since birth i don't care who that person is toxic is toxic i cannot be around that toxicity while i'm healing i cannot allow the toxicity into my life while i'm healing i can't allow the toxicities into my life i can't allow these issues into my life while i'm healing it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sync up yeah yeah, we getting straight into this. It was like, this, I, this was going to be the intro, but I was like, nah, let's get straight into it. But yeah, stay tuned for more. Because we don't get deeper into this. Anti-matter. <laughs> Vote to the God hour.
All right, we back, we back, we back. Yeah. But it just goes to the start process. We still build on the antimatter. Like, does it really matter that what we've gotten used to what we fight for a lot of the times is based upon survival the things that we fight for the things that we uh, are used to doing we used to fucking with are really only based upon survival a lot of the things that we fuck with a lot of things that we go through I'm adjusting my microphone a lot of the things that we fuck with a lot of things that we deal with we go through it's always it's based upon survival it's based upon one or two little algorithms that we that quotients and factors that we had in our lives and then we stay on to them that's similar to I've said that before. I said that I've said I said that a lot actually. I tell like a lot of like when clients when I'm doing clients and consultations. What are you when you are no longer what it was based upon the trauma? What are you when you defeat the trauma, the triggers to your trauma? You the you acknowledge the trigger, you initiate the healing, and you heal yourself. And then someone asked me one time, someone asked me a couple days, a few days ago, a few weeks ago, but I'm healed, but I keep attracting the same, I keep attracting damaged people. I'm healed, but I keep attracting the same, my money grubbing aunt, my, my trifling ass baby mother, my trifling baby mother that ran away with my trifling ass best friend. And I keep attracting people that are like, just like them. Why do I keep attracting these same people even though I've done, I've, I've let it go? It's a difference between healing and letting go. It's a big difference between healing and letting go. You can let go of a bunch of shit, but until you, you can let go of everything, but until you've learned from the aspects of what, until you learned to have let go from what the hell it was in the original first place, you really didn't do anything. If you never, if you don't heal the ground, you don't heal or basically cultivate new soil in that space, then what are you truly doing with that space other than it's only going to bear the same fruit? It doesn't matter what seeds you drop into that, that ground has been cultivated for a certain crop. That ground has been cultivated for a certain, for a certain set of plants sproutlings and things to happen you feel me so it doesn't matter what you do you can have it's like people really get that stuck like you can do all of the meditation you can do all in the meditation you can do all of the yoga you can get plants and clean food drink clean water wash your ass take all the spiritual baths that you want but if you're doing these things you keep going around the same areas while you're in a healing process, because remember all these things are aspects of healing and disciplines. If you're going into the same, back to the same areas into the same environments that are either directly or indirectly 
causes based upon your trauma or the original trauma that you're healing from you're an open wound you're, it's like it's like me taking my hand cutting it's like me getting cut on my hand and then picking up a lemon and then wonder how the fuck my finger why I got my finger burning why that shit hurt the scar is still present I haven't just because I acknowledge the scar is there if I don't do the necessary work to heal my scars the scar is still there the scar is still present so what healing can you do if you're stuck in the space where the scar is still present you keep going against the same issues going against the same things handling the same exact ways that's not evolution that's just trying to change a narrative you're trying to change a narrative that ain't even yours and that's what I that's like that's what I meant by that blackface shit it's like if you acknowledge you're a god just think about this if you acknowledge that you are a god you acknowledge that you are the universe you acknowledge that you are a multi-dimensional being of light you admit that you are this is simply your avatar you admit all these things if your mindset is in white people are still supreme you're defeating the process I still don't have enough money in the economy you're defeating the fucking process you went from understanding that money was a creation down here based on the physical on a devolved sense you gotta understand all oh, this is down here on a devolved sense it's on a slower rate so you can study it go back and watch Wanted go back and watch one movie I want everybody to go fucking watch if you have not seen it is how to buy a negro how to sell to a negro it was an actual tape or film that they showed people that worked in department stores and people that were in commerce in retail commerce selling shit how to sell to a negro they sell to you based on a lack of self-image Things connect to you based on a lack of self. It's always going to go back to knowledge of self. So if you have a lack of a self-image in yourself and you're not seeing yourself and you're not seeing yourself as you need to see yourself, why? You go down to the physical mundane things in order to gain a feeling. I tell everybody that I fuck with, I, I, I fucks with energy. Like, I nigga the energy work that I do and have studied nigga I do not fuck with bad energy I don't care who the fuck you are I will not fuck with your energy if you're not if your energy is not right I won't fuck with you you feel me I will not spend my time dealing with you and interacting with you other than ways to show you not unless you open to learn how to change shift your energy charge yourself put yourself in the right space and even that now comes at an investment depending on what what role you play in my life if you're not in the right space mentally if you're not in the right space mentally and i'm a mental i'm naturally a mental person how can i have a conversation with you on a mental level if your mindset's not right in this if you're if you're not able to comprehend you're stuck within a confine of religion or binding the fundamentals of binding and that's what you carry into spirituality and your thought process 
it is still under that fundamental of the religious bindings and you try to come forward to have a conversation with me nigga i'm way over there on the other end of the fucking universe somewhere i'm way on the other end of the galaxy somewhere with my shit sometimes most times i'm way over there so you can't come to this frequency come to this level talking about certain things i'm gonna look at you but i'm not gonna argue with you i'm not going to argue with anyone i'm gonna state my points state the facts state the truth state my truth state the points and go on about my business when you ready to listen when you ready to build upon that then we can build other than that your energy's off to me the what you're doing and you're doing it for the you're not doing it for necessarily the wrong reasons but you're not doing it for reasons that are serving me the reason that you want something the reason that you're doing something the reason that you're moving in a certain space is not conducive to it's not conducive to how i need to how my energy needs to be served i love me more than i love myself i remember that was in that ye album when kanye dropped that one album i love me more than i love me i love you but i love me more than i love you i forgot how he said it i think it was i love me more than you in the aspect he was breaking that said, i love me more i love myself more than i love you that's the mindset you got to carry because in reflection you want someone to love themselves more than they love you because since that's already within them that's instilled in them to truly love themselves and heal themselves and keep themselves in a certain evolutionary rate if you're in that same mindset when you guys come together that naturally cycles it's a mindset the mindset naturally intertwines that's the tantra that's the recharge but if I'm around individuals around me, if I'm around entities around me, places around me that do not charge me, they simply drain me every time I'm around them, then I have to find a reason to keep going back to that space. It's like, it's an unconscious addiction. The reasons that they're in the space that they're in, you try to find that same reason in yourself to stay around there and go over there. The reason that they're in the same space that they're in not changing not doing anything not getting better not being stronger not not being anything of anything of true value or true worth to that aspect they're doing the same exact shit over and over and over again getting the same exact results what are you doing within that space within changing the result how can you change the result if you're in the same space they in? there's things that you haven't dealt with there's things that you don't want to talk about there's things that you don't want to face how do you expect them to face things if you're not facing the thing? That's how you connect to them. That's the birds of the feather flock together mindset. You get stuck dealing with people based on the same algorithm, the same quotients, the same common denominators. They don't want to deal with their life in the way, aspects where they need to deal with it at. You don't want to deal with your life in the aspects the way you need to deal with it. And then you become subservient to them staying in that aspect because if they change now you don't change and this is all about that one percent versus the 99 percent i'm very proud to be part of the one percent very proud to be part of the one percent i'd rather be part of that one percent than be part of the 99 percent i'd rather be the the lonely owl in the dark than a bunch of mobs around a flame 
because I know it's the, I, I know it's, I'm in the dark and I'm the all in the dark and I, my eyes can see all that I need to see. Turn all the way around. I got 360 or is it 180? I think I'll throw their head around like 360 or 60 degrees or 180 degrees. They turn their head all the way around. I keep my head on a whole swivel and make sure I'm good on all ends. I can't do that in a crowd of bunch of, I can't do that in a crowd of not of malls around the flame. They all trying to get to the flame. Why try to get to the flame when I can create the flame? That's the aspect of tapping into your high energy. That's where that cleanse and reset is so fucking important. Setting that standard, setting those boundaries, setting your trajectory, setting your standard at a height that even when you set off and take off and you may not get to a certain destination, you're still open to that learning aspect. You, you didn't get the way you wanted to get since you're, you're still cultivating your purpose. When you land, you still land on your standard. When you land, you land on your standard. That's a major key. I have a standard for myself that is bar none higher than any, than it's higher than anybody. And it's based upon me loving myself more. I love everybody conditionally. It's an unconditional love and understanding, but it's always coming from a space that I love myself more. Since I love myself more and I know what I'm willing to do for myself and I know what I'm willing to stand in and stand in, stand in my truth and standing on my square, Whenever somebody's having an issue with me having that compassion, I'm gonna tell them exactly what the fuck they need to hear. I'm not gonna tell them what they want to hear. I'm not gonna tell them what they need to hear. I'm gonna speak to their soul. And to speak to their soul, I know I gotta burn, so I gotta cut through a lot of shit. I remember like, I always remember people like, yo man, you always shooting at people. You always like going hard. Like every time you saying shit, like you really be saying, like you really be saying some you be saying some truthful shit, but can't you say it a little nicer? You want me to say what I'm saying normally? You want me to change my tone of voice? Nah, man, like they, like be easy on me. No. One thing I carry from in my, going through my processes of my shadow work was when I round my pops, my pops was hard on me. You feel me? My pops, my uncle, my father, like these individuals, the male, the males that were in my life, the masculine aspects of energy that were in my life, whether it was on a toxic unhealed method or in a healed state, they were hard on me either way. So one of the lessons, one of those many lessons that I take from that space is to go hard or to be hard at every fucking point in time. But I've learned how to curve the way that shot is done. It still does the same amount of damage. I just put a little spin on it. It's still gonna hit you. It's still gonna pierce. But I learned to use the silencer. I learned to use the lower, I learned how to use a higher caliber bullet. So when it hits, it's gonna do the damage it need to do see your ego and it's gonna do that shit much much faster instead of me taking a p22 and shooting you and it rattles around and then play with your ego dance with your ego trying to knock your ego straight out of the park every single time 
because that's what it was always done to me one thing that was always done to me i remember and i thought about it was like my ego was always kept in check so when it came to me coming into this my consciousness my awakening going through my alignments it was easier to keep my ego in check based on what the hell i was learning because my ego was already kept in check externally whether it was from an unhealthy standpoint or a healthy standpoint it always served it always served the purpose to keep my it always kept this served the purpose to keep my ego in check and then i look through my uh natal chart and i'm like oh damn it makes sense because if i was untrained if i if i wasn't groomed in that fashion i couldn't do what i do if i wasn't groomed in a certain fashion i wouldn't do what i do and that's all about going through that table of contents your shadow self that shadow self for yourself that always to sight like my shadow self was always in like a emotional torment and always upset never want never speaking up my shadow self never spoke up so since my shadow self never spoke up based upon ego when i first came into consciousness it was for me it was a lot different because i came in under a compassionary i came under the compassion since my the masculine was hard the feminine aspects of my life my mother uh my aunts they were in a softer tense so i had a balance whether it was unhealthy or not whether it was an unhealthy based upon trauma or not it was in a it was in a healthy it was in a balance that's why i never had to go to that's why when i went to the extreme now when i go to the extreme it's based upon the perfect balance. It was easier for me to find balance than somebody that had the two-parent household and and the list of issues that they had going on. We gotta stop, we gotta get out of this mindset. We gotta get out of this thought process based on, but we're all, no, no. You could have had similar instances happen to you, but that doesn't mean you're gonna turn out like me. Cause I had many people that had similar instances to me they had all of the opportunities that I did. They had the opportunities that I had. They had even more opportunities that I had. And the position that they're in is nowhere near a position that I'm in. And I can say that humbly. I had people around me that had more freedoms in an aspect, but their freedom came at a price of, their freedom, their freedom came at a price of imbalance. And that's what we suffer from now. That's what I see us suffering from now is our freedom is coming from a sense of imbalance. So we have a sense of entitlement based on the trauma. Instead of us dealing with our own traumas, we expect someone else to deal with ours. Instead of dealing with the backlash of the trauma, ourselves in an aspect of learning from it, that's what gives us that false sense of entitlement. So you get stuck within the polarity of others that have a sense of entitlement based on not going through what you went through. They didn't have to go through what you went through so they have a sense of entitlement. You went through what you went through, they, now you have a sense of entitlement. Both of y'all have a sense of entitlement. So in order to understand it, you gotta understand why they have a sense of entitlement. You have to admit that you gave them their sense of entitlement. 
Everybody wants to talk about the Moors. That's the sense of entitlement. Just use that thought process. That's that sense of entitlement that they were given. They were taught how to. They taught them. We taught them how to wash their ass and clean they and and wash their ass and cook food and use soap and all this shit. Okay. So they learned those things. You parented them into what they are. You parented that thought form. You're going to be stuck in that polarity because they can't admit that they can't admit that you're their parents and you can't admit that you're theirs. And that goes into the whole aspect that you still running this shit. That's a whole nother that y'all ain't ready for. And you can just tell based on the based on the climate, motherfuckers are not really ready to have that conversation. But I'm here to put that thought out there. So when you think about this thought process, take this thought right here. If my mindset is within, let's use the, I'm gonna use this blackface shit. You are upset with blackface. You're upset with Black Lives Matter. You're upset with blackface. What if, and this is a thought, what if they do the blackface and they do the stereotypical shit about you being blackface or the, they appropriate the things that are of nigga creation just so you say claim to them? Nah, you can't take that. We invented that. We did this. You're always trying to take our shit. You stuck in a polarity. Every time that it doesn't matter. Remember, it does not matter. The occultist understands as an occultist, as that occult mindset understands that I'm looking for the contradiction. Every time I'm doing something that I need to be doing, why does this pop up? When I'm on the right fucking track, why is this shit popping up? I'm looking at the contradiction as in why does that, what is that trying to trigger? What is that triggering with inside me? When I see that over there, why is that triggering me? It doesn't matter if it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it makes you happy, sad, whatever it may be. It's the fact that you paid attention to it. You was over there doing your thing, making your moves doing what you needed to do but you had to look over here it's like looking at a car wreck when you're riding down the street you walking down the street you driving down the street or whatever you driving however you getting down the street and you see a car accident and then right nine times of ten when you see one car accident within that lineup it was a real bad car accident there's two or three more car accidents within that path why is that because the first person looked at the first, the first person went paying attention. They were on their phone, and then hit the back, hit ran in the back of somebody else's car. The other person that got in the other accident was looking over at the other person while arguing with somebody on there. Think about this is how reaction works. The person in front, they were arguing on the phone, ran in the back of somebody else. Now the person gets out of the car. After arguing with the person on the phone, the person that's in front of them that they hit is now arguing with them about why they were on the phone. Now the person on the phone, now this person is arguing with this other person. 
Now somebody else is riding by, not paying attention on their phone, and then running in the back of that person. Run now they now this person runs and gets into a wreck. Cause they weren't on their phone. What was the common factor? The phone. I give you a distraction. If you pay more attention to this than what you need to really pay, pay if you pay more attention to this than what you really need to pay attention to and working on, even and this is this even furthermore. If I give you something that can inherently make your life better or make it easier and more efficient. And you're not using it for its intended purpose. You're using it for its intended purpose, but not in its intended space. How do you think that shit gonna work? I've seen motherfuckers use motherfuckers' cell phone records and FBI cell phone records and look through people's records and text messages and phone calls and 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 pictures and all that shit. But at the end of the fucking day, what did you do? Nothing but you got distracted. Whatever you were doing is now been off and derailed because somebody else is doing some other shit. And now you feel that you're owed an explanation what the fuck you need the explanation for they didn't did what they did they did what they did you've seen them do it what they did doesn't matter you got one or two decisions either you gonna ask for it get the closure you need and stay in the situation or you gonna walk away and truly ask yourself what it was it that you did was was I in balance what 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 imbalance in me did they come to within me? What imbalance in myself resonated with an imbalance that was with inside them? Think about that shit. I'm balanced as a motherfucker and humbly grow in balance every single day. That's why I'm doing this facts on Wednesday to get more in balance. Because I know I need that for myself. So there's no imbalance in me so I can see every situation clearly. I can see when something's not being dealt with. I'm humble, that's why the spirit worked with me so well. Because I'm in balance. If I wasn't in balance, the spirit won't work with, the spirit will not work with me. I can not interface with the spirits the way I interface with the spirits. I couldn't do my work at the higher level. You feel me? Because I'd be out of balance. When someone else is out of balance, they're always going to try to pull you out of balance. Inherent, consciously or unconsciously, they're always going to be, their main factor is their factoring or quote, their factor or them being the combinator in your life is to take you out of balance, to make you argue. You want to argue? I just want to make some money. You want to argue? Like how Plyer said that shit. I just want to make some money. You want to argue? No. All I want to do is get this work. Put, put my work in. Build my shit. Learn the shit that I need to learn so I don't come back here with baby brain. That's all I want to do. Everything else is secondary.
everything that you do is going to be secondary to the work you put in. Everything you do is going to be secondary to the work that you put in. Naturally. So if you're tapping into the wealth of the knowledge and you understand that you are wealthy and you are abundant because your soul is the most prized, is the most, is the fucking ultimate goal for them to receive a piece of your soul, some of your energy, you learn how to fucking maintain that shit. If you know that it keeps you prosperous, that keeps you in abundance, you gonna wanna keep that shit. If they're lacking it, they gonna want it from you. So I go around the old spaces. My whole mindset is, I've thought about that shit hard. I was like, why would I wanna go back? Why am I trying to do something here? It's selfish and it's selfish and selfless at the same time. Now it's not what you understand. And that was one of the biggest things that I take into going forward when I do certain things. It's like, I'm not going to do something if it is not fully beneficial to me. In the aspect of, it's going to do something for me that I see that I myself needing from it. I'm not gonna put myself in a position that does not match my algorithm or my phase or my thought process. I can't do that. But yeah, we'll keep getting deeper into this. I'm liking this one. Y'all like it out there? Hope y'all enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more God out there, out there that talk from my sponsors. You ever like just, I wanted to say this before we uh, get this last piece in, get our last piece in for. But yeah, you ever been in that space and you sitting there vibing? And I always think about this when I think about the podcast itself. And I remember I uh, was watching, I remember I was looking at a masterclass, the masterclass uh, commercials. And I remember Timlin said, you gotta feel it. You gotta like feel it, it gotta charge, you gotta give you a certain rhythm. And then that made me think about healing. It really made me think about healing. And if you have any understanding about healing, like that shit that's, when you heal, like it's the shit, it's not, it's not the healing that feels good. It's what you're letting off of your body that feels good. It's what you're letting go of that feels good. It no longer serves a purpose to you. It no longer, it no longer is dead. You letting that weight off. It's similar to when every woman changes out their hair after a relationship. Or when that brother decided to go get that extra crispy lineup after he got out of a relationship. It's that same thought process. But one thing that I think about with healing is, are you, you have to make sure that when trying to heal somebody or trying to become that healer, but, and this is, I'm gonna go further into that. First thing is the healer does not heal you. The healer exposes you to elements inside of yourself 
that can help you and kickstart the healing process. So with that, when you're trying to heal somebody, you got to make sure that are they willing to let go of what made them sick in the first place? Are they willing to let go of the things that got them so much attention? They get attention from being never doing right. They get attention from always being in being seen a certain way. Some people like to be seen a certain way. And then that goes to you as like, what are you digesting? Are you willing to digest the filth? Are you willing to digest what they're gonna spit up in the healing process? You know what I mean? This is an aspect that a lot of us get stuck in is we want to heal, we want to help, we want to make people better. But you have to realize that you got to be in a space of yourself has to be healed first. Remember, the last thing we just thought about toxic is toxic. This one, we don't get into that healing aspect. Healing yourself requires you to, remember we talked about the wounds. You're putting yourself in a different position, a different space. And if you're still in the space that's unhealed, you're still in the space that's un you're still in that unclean environment. You haven't cleaned up your environment. Remember, your environment, your environment is your education. Your environment is what you learn from. So if you're not learning from your environment, what are you doing in it? Are you just playing it? Either you're learning from your environment or you're digesting the filth. And that's what we've gotten stuck in in a lot of these aspects is we're so good, we're so used to being in the filth we just want to change up. We just want, we just want fresh, we want fresh mud and we want fresh dirt and we want fresh, we just want fresh sheets in the burning house. We just want fresh sheets and fresh, we just want fresh accommodations in the prison. So we don't have to see that it's a prison. We just want to see the good in life down here, the mundane shit in life and celebrate that and we're truly celebrating nothing. I tell people all the time, like, motherfuckers go to parties every single fucking week and all they're doing is celebrating it. What are they truly celebrating? Motherfuckers go to a party, go to parties every single week. What are they what are they even celebrating? What are you celebrating? What are you dealing with? What do you what 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 are you what did you capitalize on? You feel me? Like, really, what like what have you been doing? You go around certain individuals and you've been around these people for years and you don't know why they don't get it. I'm trying to tell them this and I'm trying to tell them that. This is the one thing about, this is the one thing about the healing process. They have to come to you, you can't go to them. Just like similar to when you look at the doctor and the doctor performs a treatment, that's a good thing to learn from. When you go, when they go to the doctor, they don't go to get healed, they go to get a treatment. They're going to go get healed. What they think is healing but they're only getting treated. So in reality, they're just getting tricked into think that they're getting healed when they're really just getting a bandage on the treatment. So when you're going into these environments and going into these spaces inside of yourself, this is when your ego is naturally going to perform its grand trick. It doesn't matter what you do, your ego is always going to put you in a position to make you feel complacent. You done, yep, you did exactly what you need. Yep, you are the best ever. Your ego tell you that shit in the mirror. The ego tell a lot, like, 
and I said this before, I used to say the shit about my, my job all the time. When I used to look at the, the queens, so they queens regardless, I used to look at the queens walking around in the kitchen, walking around the restaurant or wherever I was at, I'd be like, they cannot have friends. I remember I'll be standing online next to one of my old heads. Always, I'm always, I'm always, I was always around the old heads. I was always around the motherfuckers that were older. I was around the old heads. And I was like, yo, these motherfuckers don't have friends. These motherfuckers' homegirls are not their friends. And he said, what you mean? He said, what you mean, Lopes? I was like, uh, did you see her hoodie? I don't think you're still supposed, I don't think you're supposed to see the tress. I don't think you're supposed to, I don't think you're supposed to be able to notice that the eyebrows, the eyelashes aren't real. I don't think you're supposed to be able to tell that it isn't real. But then I would look at, I would, as the observer, looking at the conversation, like looking over there, I'd be like, they both fucked up. And they both look at each other saying they both look good. But who's got, who, where's the interjection of telling them that that shit don't look good? Who's going to tell them like, yo, you may need to do this. I remember a couple of times walking up to a couple of the chicks at my job and I would be like, the stand beside them, I'll whisper so they didn't get offensive, offended. I'll be like, yo, I love what you did. Your baby hairs is on fleek. Everything look real. Your baby hairs is on fleek and everything. But you got to take a little more time on that. I can see where you started on this one piece right here. And I'm no expert within this. So if I'm wrong, let me know. Always give them, always, always put it in their favor because the nasty puts it in your favor. That's that tip. That's that. That is a divine masculine trait. That's when you mastered your, that's when you have took yourself to a certain level of mastery in your divine feminine. That's how you become divine masculine. When, how to become divine. When you coming down here, you coming to learn the other half of yourself. So when you master, when you take an aspect of learning the divine feminine and mastering certain aspects of the divine feminine, that's when you actually become the divine masculine. See how that works? That's how you become the divine, that's how the divine masculine come into play. Whenever you're in that space and you, 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 you're, you're developing this to yourself, that's how you become the divine masculine. See how that makes like that's how you become the divine masculine. But I was like, yo, you just do this. And I remember I said it one time. I said it to one of them one time at work. And the next day she came in, baby hairs was on flea. You couldn't see the little, that little piece in the middle. She had everything lined up just nice and neat. She had the hairs tucked in right. She looked, she, she looked, it looked good. And I walked back over there. Later on, like throughout the shift, I walked over like, yo, that's what I'm talking about right there. And she was smiling for me that she really felt good. This is what you have to do when you're healing people. You have to understand that they're used to digesting at a certain rate or digesting certain things. So when you're taking them outside of this space, you gotta be in balance to bring them in balance. You can't be at imbalance when you're trying to balance somebody else up. Because when you're speaking, when you speak from an imbalanced state or an unhealed state or the traumas are still present, those traumas show through how you speak. 
Them traumas show through how you move. Them traumas show. And that's what you're going to be seeing. Oh, I got some more healing to do. Because niggas argue. Guys don't argue. We have friendly debates. Guys do. Guys cause chaos having debates with each other. I took one thing from an aspect. I was remember I was listening to somebody. He was like, he said something about he said something about the Tamahus, white people. He was like, white people can have a whole entire fucking argument at work, wherever it may be. But when everything's said and done, they'll still go have a drink together. Black men and black women, they black women have an argument with somebody and they won't talk to them for years that they do some conniving shit. Black men do the same shit. Even now, I'm not saying all people, but like some people have a have a have an argument and then be friends in like 15 seconds. That's because there's a balance within the divine feminine and divine masculine. If you approach something based upon, and this is a big shout out to my, because uh, it's crazy how this is just coming through. Because this is, a, I give a shout out to my um. Forgot her name, a follower on Facebook, but she put that up and it was like it. I I I skimmed past it, I read it, I understood it, I imputed it and it kept moving. And I think it was like a few weeks ago. But she like, you have to see how you're embracing it. One thing that I did learn from school was there's three different battles: man versus man, man versus environment, and man versus himself. Which one are you in? Man versus man is, could be perceived as the masculine versus the masculine aspect. Man versus his environment can be the masculine aspect battling the feminine aspect. Or the, yeah, the masculine, the masculine battling the masculine aspect. It's masculine versus masculine. But then there's the feminine versus the feminine the feminine versus the feminine in most cases can come to an understanding when there is a balance within the feminine and that feminine energy. Heal the unhealed. In a traumatic event or case, what you're thinking is healing is just putting a band-aid on a trauma. I can't do my school. But still ain't... There you are. Shut up. But... When you're taking that thought process, when you're moving, you're healing yourself. You came down here to understand the feminine aspect. You came down here to learn how to nurture yourself. You came down here to, the knowledge that you gain, you learn how to cultivate it and making it in, knowledge applied is wisdom. So a healed person, when they gain new knowledge, they know that take it in, they can they can comprehend it and be open to it to take it in because they can use it to nurture themselves. Whether it serves them at that point or not, they can take that information in. Because it showed you one or two things. I put too many skills in my office at home. But it shows you one or two things. It shows you your ability to be open to acquire knowledge. 
And then it reinforces that knowledge is infinite. If you don't have an understanding that knowledge is infinite and that shit is many paths to one light, you'll find yourself following instead of spinning. You'll find yourself following the argument. You'll find yourself following the crowd based upon the algorithm, based upon the conduits of not wanting to be the one that stands out. Not being the one that's outspoken. You get stuck in the polarity of the one versus the one that's in the crowd versus the one that's outspoken. But if they're still stuck both in the same space, the one that's stuck within the crowd, just because this person has become outspoken does not mean they've healed. Man, I'm always going against a bunch of people, man. I'm always the one standing up. I'm always the one saying what needs to be said. What truth does not need to be argued. I give that to the guy, C. Freeman L. That's where I learned that from. Watching a lot of C. Freeman L. lectures. The craziest thing about the C. Freeman L. lecture, the last one that I've watched, was it was in, I want to say it was in March of 2003 when that one came out, when he did that lecture. It was either March or May. The craziest aspect about that lecture was six months prior he had a stroke six months prior within that six months that's when my pops my father got into was becoming conscious my father the my pop my father became was like coming into his awakening a month before that lecture came out and this is how you start putting shit together and digesting but a month before that lecture came out my pops passed in March 13 2003 transitioned to 2003 I remember he gave me the speech about me being a king I've always been a king you came in here as a king he was giving me the knowledge that he had got before he was trans while he was trans like during his transition after the accident after he got shot and he was talking to me giving me that conversation he was giving me that knowledge I didn't know what it was at then he was like you came in this world the king you came here with a higher purpose you learning how to be a god I remember when he told me that I remember like later on like later on down the line my um uncle gave me the uncle that he wanted to give me he gave me the same uncle that gave me my father's rosaries when he passed when he transitioned was the same uncle that gave me his aunt before he had passed so it was a transitioning effect i wasn't i didn't carry i never carried the rosaries I was still, I was very much like around this time, I was very much coming out and not really connected to a lot of religion anyway. I was already questioning it. So, like, I wasn't holding the rosaries in the aspect. I remember I just kept, I bought like gangs of fucking rosaries. This is before everybody started wearing rosaries. And it was even harder coming from Harlem because this is around the same time that Jim Jones and Dipset came out. And these motherfuckers got skull rosaries and shit and, my, and skull belts and shit. So, I'm coming down here during the summer, coming down here to start living and whatever, coming down, south, back down south to come live and shit. And motherfuckers always asking me the question, nigga, do you know Jim Jones? Like, no, nigga, I don't know Jim Jones. 
But anyway, say that to say this, that was the transition. I was holding on to these pieces, but I didn't know I was holding on to the pieces. I wasn't holding on to the pieces for the historic. I wasn't holding on to the piece. I was holding on to the piece for the historical purposing of the piece. I'm gonna break that down. Until I healed from the trauma of that transition and the transitions that were happening left and right after that, I was holding on to these pieces because I was afraid that if I let go, I would have nothing. I was afraid that if I let go of these pieces, I would have nothing. Where would I be? Who would I be? I didn't have that confidence in myself. And that's the biggest part when it comes into this healing process. It's having that confidence to actually have to sit on your ass. It's about having that confidence. You're going to have to sit down a little bit. You have to sit down on your ass and sit down in that fucking dirt. Sit down in that mud. You got to sit down in that shit. Because that's the only way you're going to learn how to get clean. But don't overstay your... Don't overstay your, your stay. And that's a lot of the things that we happen in a lot of times when it comes to just any bond of relationship that we're in. We're trying to stay based upon saving the face that was built within that space. That's one of the biggest things that always happens. Like we try to save our space based on that space being where we think that we need to be at. Very, very, it's a very, very, very deep rooted issue that we go through. We try to stay within this space for a long period of time. We try to stay, we try to stay the best friend. We try to stay the best son. We try to stay the best daughter. We try to stay the best uncle, whatever it may be. Not realizing that in order for them to grow, the same negative that we saw, they're going to see. That's that repeat. That's the butterfly effect. That's that repeat of this. That's that string. The same trauma that you overcame. The trauma that you overcame is going to bring up a new trauma. And that's one of the things that we tend to try not to get out of. We try to stay in a certain space so we don't have to go back through the process of going through more traumas. Uncovering ourselves even more, making ourselves more vulnerable, making ourselves making ourselves more vulnerable in the aspect that we think vulnerability is weak. We put ourselves in this mindset stuck on trying to prove ourselves to some shit when it really doesn't hold a balance or any type of standard or stance after a while. It's like, I got another polarity for you. You are good in your hood. You good in your hood. Everybody know you. You can walk through your hood. You can walk through your hood all good and you straight. Though you owe nothing, though you own nothing or you might own 
the fish market or something in your hood or whatever, but you staying in your hood because you you safe in your hood. On the other end, so you good in your hood. On the other end, you can't go into another hood because you might get knocked off. You might get slain. Good chance of the way everything's going down rapidly, you might get knocked off. You might get knocked off in your own hood. But we're using this for the sake of this discussion. You get knocked, you can't go to another hood. That's the same equivalent to you're good in your space, in your environment. But in order for you to grow, you have to suffer, you have to risk dying or that death of the human thought of the ignorance or that human thought that you are only meant to be in that space. On the other end of that polarity, that's like the politician coming into your neighborhood, the politician coming into your neighborhood, coming into your church and telling you all these things that you want to hear, but never taking over your airspace. Never telling the people that are around them the same shit. It just sounds good because they know it's at a certain level. They're at the same level as you. That's what they're at the same level as you. That's why they're able to say and do what they do. In a more reality, more broad spectrum, the reason that they're able to keep you held down is not because they're over you. It's because they're below you. Nothing below, nothing above you in natural succession can hold you down except for the thing that is there as you as above so below correspondence the only thing that can hold me down is my own thoughts the mind is all the universe is mental the only thing that can hold me down is my own thoughts the only thing that can hold me down is my own lack of discipline because what's going to pull me down as it matriculates as it goes below My urges, strewn from my root chakra based on survival. My confidence or my arrogance based upon my sacral chakra. The sense of power or the lack of power I have based upon my solar plexus. And all that weighs on my heart and holds me down. It affects my flow. It affects my rhythm. It It affects the rhythm that I'm supposed to be on. That's what you're battling. You're battling that rhythm. And it's based upon what you're digesting, what you're taking in, what you're accepting. And you're accepting it under the guise and this is what they've done. This is the overshadow. They're making your issue just another issue mixed in with someone else's issue. I saw a sign yesterday. I saw a sign yesterday on my Instagram. And it said, pride wouldn't, pride lives wouldn't matter, wouldn't exist without black lives matter. Pride wouldn't exist if black lives didn't matter. Because in the reality, they're bonded together. They're trying to put you into this synonymous boat with another movement 
just to make you another movement. Civil rights all over again. Because all they can do is reenact the same light that they've been working with for years, for decades. They created this shit based on a lower level of light that you left down here. You left all that shit down here. You gave all that shit up. You've been here so long, you went through all the cycles and that shit, all the shit that you're seeing now are the physical physical remnants of stuff that you've already done. So I give you this aspect right here. Is it the knowledge or the invention that's more important? Is it the knowledge or the credit for the invention? Because you can't reapply the invention. You simply can just put new paint on it and make it look different. But you can reapply that knowledge. You can reapply those formulas. You can change those formulas around and change them out. That's what they do based on an intellectual standpoint. They don't have the necessary factor, the melanin, the soul, the divine spark to pull down anything else. You notice how I said pull down anything else? You have the power to pull shit down. You always had the power to pull shit down. You always had the shot. You always had the power to pull yourself up. I gotta pull myself up. How long you gonna pull yourself up before you realize you just doing pull-ups? How long you gonna pull, keep pulling yourself up before you realize you're just doing reps and pull-ups? That's why you tired. You tired because you basically been doing pull-ups the entire time. You stand there at the, you stand there at the corner and you pull yourself up, look up there, and you go back down. Because you're not seeing what you need to see. Because you haven't created it yet. You're not going to see anything at this level of evolution because this level is set to devolve. It's only meant for you to learn from it. Apply the information, prepare your own world, prepare your own space, prepare your own heaven. All my shit's prepared in my mind. I've already created my spaces. I've already created my spaces that trump out through all of the astro- all of the spaces within my mind, all the levels that are in my mind. So by nature, since I'm in tune with everything's in line in my mind, all I gotta do is sit back, keep learning, and watch the shit fall. Watch the shit fall into place. I watch my energy. I watch who's around me. I mind what I put in my system. I mind what I digest. I mind my healing. I tend to me. I put in my own work. And with that, that's how your that's how your soul trial come into play. That's how your soul tribe comes into play. That's how everybody, that's how your soul tribe light up. Cause you can't find your, you can't find your soul tribe if you still stuck in the old, in the old algorithms. And I'm, that's the testament I can fucking attest to. I've met people that are on, that are on an accordance with me and above me and challenge me in their ways. That's your talent, finding talent. Pen and break that down in that lecture. Your talent, cultivating your talent through your purposes leads you to be able to connect to other talents and build your talent. Stay tuned for the plug talk. We're going to get that later in the closeout.
You know, of course, of course, we had to keep you plugged in. Let that beat drop. <laughs> of course, we had to let you plugged in. GuidedCoalchemistLLC.com. You can know that as a place for the services, including guided meditation, spiritual life coaching, and counseling. All counseling is confidential because it's most important is your confidentiality and being able to have that space to speak out and speak and get those things, those traumas and triggers out to the surface so you can be the best you. Uh, natal chart analysis, reading, so much more. Uh, the blog spot, all of that is on GuideCoAlchemistLLC.com. More to come, videos and all that good stuff. Uh, bookings, you can still, uh, if you have inquiries about booking for uh, speaking engagements, booking for interviews to be on the show, drop it in setcallonesus at gmail.com. Uh, to get your products online, to get your uh, get your plat get get on this platform to get hurt. That's this is nothing but building over there. Uh, my man Kevin Seymour, the Shroom Advisor. Check out shroomadvisors.com for your spiritual enhancing and awakening needs. Shrooms, DMT, you got a lot of stuff coming in there. You got his clothing line popping on there. Follow him on Facebook at Kevin Seymour. Follow my IG is Phantom, at Fatima the Chakras. Uh, or something like my man Put Baby on the Beat, uh, Tony Walker Jr. Follow him on Facebook. Put Baby on the Beat. Follow his uh, on SoundCloud. Follow him on YouTube. It's a whole vibe with those. It's a whole vibe with the music. He actually is one of the inspirations behind me actually putting together music. When I put together the music for my pop, when I started putting together music for the podcast, and I remember we, like, he came in, he was watching me, watching one of my lectures, and then we linked up on Facebook, and then ever since it's been building that vibe, it's like, that's the, this is how you find your soul tribe. But yeah. For all other, uh, Questions, things you want to put out there, you want to add space on my app that I'm developing, papalucy666.com, papalucy at gmail, papalucy666 at gmail.com. Drop it in there, or you can hit me at the number 910 777 and we can set up a reading consultation. I keep telling, I keep speaking that guy, stand by that at $90 for that hour. It's going to be the best conversation of your life. I can guarantee it based upon your intentions on wanting to grow. Yeah. Gotico Alchemist is a YouTube channel. You know, every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we go deeper and expound deeper into um, these topics of discussion. So tune in for that. Papa Lucy uh, Sunday service will be returning this week. I will be turning Papa Lucy Sunday service back on Facebook Live this week. 7.45 a.m. You know, stay plugged in. Monday through Thursday, you know, we do meditate and elevate. Because, you know, we got to be past what is sane and be at least a quarter past crazy to get to that next level. But, yeah, I'm just feeling good right now. Like that, like, like a drum pad. But yeah, stay tuned for the closeout. I love y'all. Appreciate the support. I'll shut. Oh yeah, Lucifer Sami. 
is the cash. Lucifer Sami is the cash. I forgot that. But yeah, stay tuned for the close up. I'll show you. You know what? It's fire. You got to keep going with it. But yeah. Heard all the new things in the plug talk. We're doing, we're doing, we're doing a lot of things. Uh, that I spark up my medicine. <laughs> I was laughing because the other day I was watching um the BLB podcast, and almost every episode is like, "This is not state run radio. We do what we want here." And that's the aspect, that's the mindset you got to be in. You got to be literally in that mind state that you're not here for what's here. That's the mindset you got to be in. You're not here to you're not here to be here, you're here to learn. You're not here to you're not here to build anything in a primary fashion. You're here to build your mind back up. You're here to get back to your true self. And in doing that, this is no thing is coincidence. Since doing that, everything that needs to happen down here aligns into place, but you gotta put in the work first. That's the biggest aspect that you're getting into this anti what matters. It's about putting in your work. It's about putting in that grind. The same way that you will sit there and work 40, work over 40 hours for some overtime, or you'll put in all that work and all that hard work and dedication into things outside of you that at the end of the day, if one thing goes wrong and one thing goes off the fucking hinge, it's just over with. The biggest thing that I took, one of the things I took away from Panic Lecture that he dropped, Black Magic Matters, is when he said, they showed you in two weeks that this ain't, they can shut all this shit off. You gotta put yourself in a position where you can't get shut down. One of my mentors always told me, you gotta be putting yourself in a position where no one can say no to you. You gotta come to the table that even when they say no to you, it's not based on anything that you did. I'm in a position where no one can say no to me based on something that I've done. And I'm steady growing in that. I don't argue back and forth. And that's the mindset you need to carry as you're moving forward. Stop. You have to put in that work. You gotta, you have to see this shit through. This ain't like uh, your past life. The reason that you got stuck in what you got stuck in in the first time, because you could not work, you did not see your shit through. And then on the other end of that, if you did everything that you had to do and you still didn't get what you wanted, think about it like this. Maybe it wasn't what you were supposed to get. Maybe it was just a lesson. If you go in only diving in for the lesson and the learning, you have nothing to be upset about. If you go in for the lesson to learn, to become better, you never lose. You always win. bounces to the beat real quick you always win stop allowing things to stop you from standing on your square stop allowing things to stop you from getting that knowledge stop allowing things to stop you from getting what it is that you need to get from where you need to get it from 
Never allow anything to take you away from the main goal to learn, to put in work, to shut shit down. Never let anything get in your way of that shit. Because when you do that, all you do is allow those old thought forms to take reshape, reform themselves. All you do is add on to what you're saying that you're going against, what you're fighting against, the narrative, the oppression, the, 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 the not having what you need to have, not having what you desire. Take that information, prepare your shit. I know exactly where I'm going when I'm done. I didn't met my soul tribe. So now I get to actually enjoy rocking with my soul tribe. Moving with the Titan Mafias. That's the aspect that you're coming into. Everything's gonna be exactly where you need it to be at when you get there. So what are you waiting for? Trust the process. You trust yourself? Trust the process like you trust yourself. I just want you to be great. That's it. I see you all. Same time. Same day, because only one day matters, and that's two day. Two days, the only day that matters, because every day after this is simply a reflection. The only person that matters is that star player, the one that you got to get aligned with in the middle. Wherever you at right now, be the best at it. And if you ain't the best at it, wherever you at, be the best at it. Even if you hate it, that means you just don't understand it. You're trying to use it outside of its purpose. The purpose is to learn. The purpose is to grow. The purpose is to be cultivated. Because the passion, the abundance, that prosperity, that wealth you're looking for, it's in that work. I love you all. We love us. Thank you for choosing another episode of The God Album. Peace, I say.